Welcome to the What I Wish podcast. My name is Akinjana Moreno. I chit chat with other women in my life about childhood experiences and how they shape us as adults. We also dive into other relationships like marriage, parenting, and navigating male relationships. I hope you enjoy the conversations. I don't feel like I'm in the middle yet. What is the middle though? What is your definition of middle? Like high school. No. Well, yeah. High school, but. Because me, to me, honestly, I feel like you're not. Selena is mid, like mid end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's not because she's because when you have adult, you're still parenting forever. You know, heard. a full blown adult. Yeah, mm-hmm. in a different capacity. Yeah. Um. So I think you're not really done until you're not done. They're completely I've independent heard. of your. I would I would think you're are we talking about just done with like kids in general? Well, no, no, I'm like raising like kids and being there for them financially done. From what I hear, you're not done till you die. You're you're never done. Well, that's true. You're not done till you're done, but yeah. there is a stage where well, I guess what you're saying is like for now, Selena has to she doesn't have to worry about school, like elementary school or middle yeah, school. The day to day. The girls can plan their lives, plan their lives, and they can take it from here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where, uh-huh. Yeah. Whereas our me, I have to plan everyone. I still think you're in the middle, though. I still. I mean, I'm not in the beginning. Sorry, she's not in the beginning, but I understand what she's saying because until maybe Nathan gets into middle school, then you can say that she's in the middle transitioning school. to transition the... into middle school. Once mm-hmm. you get a teenager, mm-hmm. I, I think you can say yes, we're in the, in middle, the middle because yeah. at that point it's that battle. Do you understand? But other than that, once you still have that elementary, because you are doing the day to day to day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But you're definitely not in the beginning. I'm not in the beginning. No, I'm not. So she's some since you're you are in the beginning. Yes, I am. Do you have any person? How old is the baby? She's eight months. Eight months, yes. And I met her today, hugged her, kissed her, <laughs> introduced myself. <laughs> um, do you have any questions that you would ask? Like oh, as you yeah. Gee. Yeah, so, so many, so, so many questions. Well, I'd say the first question that I have would be, how do you separate yourself from, I guess, I mean, it might be too early to, to ask, but how do you kind of separate yourself from getting your kids to be a little bit more independent? Oh, you start now. That's what I'm saying. How, how do you, how do you start getting them to be independent? Um, can I just jump say one thing real quick? This is Christine. I would say eight months, they're still baby. Like I wouldn't even think of independence until they're close to two in a very, very mild way. So I wouldn't rush that because baby, the baby stage to me, honestly, is the best stage ever. I love baby stages. Yes, you don't <laughs> sleep. Yes, you have to prepare everything to a T. Yes, you have to think ahead of everything, but the fact that you can just bond with them and be with them and there's no, you know, it's, it's just, once they're a toddler and they can start pulling things down, scratching things, pulling things, it just, it becomes a whole nother level of, st- not stress, but change. So I would just enjoy, don't worry about independence and for a while. Like, <laughs> well, I, well, and then let me ask, what type of independence are you talking about? Well, 
basic stuff, um, being able to like sleep on their own, go to sleep on their own, just kind of knock out when, when they're tired instead of the whole crying, um, stage and then having to wake up in the night and eat. And so um, you can start, if you haven't started like trying to sleep train or is she sleeping in the bed with you? She starts off in her own crib, but then she cries and and then. Oh, so you just in order to sleep, you just bring her, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, so pick her up, and then I feed her, and and she ends up going to bed with me. Yeah, that's yeah. I think every stage is different. Mm-hmm. So I think as the when the baby, I I think you start training independence from day one. To be quite honest, yes, it's difficult to just let them cry. For 30 minutes. It's okay. It's a I, what? You said 30 minutes? Yes. Because she will then learn how to soothe herself. But if you continue to jump and soothe her and take care of it, then she knows that you know what? As soon as I open my mouth, someone will come make it okay. You know? And if you can't do 30 minutes, do 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Do 10 minutes. Cause then she starts to learn, okay. Let me, she'll, she'll figure out ways to soothe herself. And then you pick her up at some point. Cause then she knows she still needs to know that someone will get her, but she needs to then start learning how, you know what? I can cry. I can breathe and blah, blah, blah. But every, if she starts crying and then you jump then she, she's going to run you. She's running me now. I don't like it. Yeah. So that's my take. And Selena says she's not the best person. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just not the best person when it comes to baby advice. I did everything the doctor told me not to. My child slept in the bed with me till Chase takes <laughs> the children out. So I I I don't know. I, I guess you have to now I have a sister that trained her children well and very well to sleep by the by themselves, which I think that when we went, when I went to see her, I I, I was astonished. I was like. You mean tell me y'all enter your room, you sleep, and the baby sleeps in a whole completely different room. And if the baby cries, they give it a minute before they even get up to check. So she trained her kids, but it was just her and her husband. So she didn't have the extra help. So she trained her kids how to be good at a young age, but that, no, no, no. My mind goes three steps, too many ways. So no, I, I can't help in that aspect. Right. And you have help, right? So Christina and I were talking about like the help that we wish we had from our parents and the help that we have when we have little kids. How does that look like for you? For me, I, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm privileged to have my parents here, um, literally stone throws away. I mean, even if they lived, the fact that I can get to my mom's house in like 20 minutes um, before I go to work, she's on my way to work. I can drop her off and pick her up. It's it's amazing, to be honest. Now, it is a bit of a crutch, um, primarily because my parents, both of them still work. So the moment that they start or the moment that they have their own schedules, I, I don't want to encroach on their schedule. So it is a bit of a crutch um, because I now have to find daycare and, and I'm used to now I'm very much used to. Um, uh, how you say free, free care. So I'm not having to pay for it now. I'm like, oh man. So it's great, but it is a crush. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I kind of understand other people who have 
who don't have the help that they need because it kind of forces them to sleep train their kids and and to and to you know figure things out within themselves instead of focusing or leaning on outside help and then you you wanted to speak on like the help that we have from our parents and how that affects or impacts I mean yeah I think you know she kind of said it where you do you 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 need help you need a village it's it's not it's nothing pretty to try to do especially with small kids by your any age kids I mean you just need help so if your parents um especially your mother um is available and able to help I would definitely take that um but again like you said our mother's are more so still working. They're still, they're more so living their lives. So it's like, okay, you don't want to burden them. So how do you kind of balance it? Um, so it just does, it kind of does force you to like sit up and figure out how you're going to do things. Um, yeah. But you do need help. I, I don't, there's no, no, you're not a hero trying to do everything on your own. I, I don't believe in that. It's, it I think I had that mindset for a week. After- yeah. After giving birth, and after that week, I was done. I said, "No, no, ma'am. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I, I burned out. I burnt myself out rather yeah. easily. I was crying mm-hmm. and a lot of pain. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can't. I can't do this on my own. A lot of new moms, they you don't know until you know, right? So yeah. you, there's some things you're not going to understand until it happens. Like all probably all of us. I know me. I thought I was going to have the baby in the home room and do this and do that. And I was still going to go out because when you're pregnant, you don't, it does not click that there's a human being that's going to come out. Yeah. That you're, you're just going to go, okay, I'm going to be pregnant for nine months. I'm going to have a baby. Then I'm going to go back to my life. Yeah. Ooh, no, that you're, it will never be the same, at least for a long time, you know? Um, so you just you just don't know until you until it happens, right? You think you can handle it? You you need help. What um Christine, what are you most grateful to be done with now that you're in this stage? I know and how old are your kids? My kids are four and almost two. So my oldest is four, who was born in 2019, and my second is. 22 months today actually um what am I so happy to be done with I am I was happiest to be done with breastfeeding that is just the most it's another job and mentally taxing to be dependent that your body is dependent on nourishing another person like that is just completely to them it just took me off almost but it's doable right it's very doable if you're committed to it and then what else um what are you grateful to be experiencing now? Oh, I'm grateful. Now that I have two boys, I'm grateful to see them connecting and bonding and they can entertain themselves. They can play with each other. I love hearing them, their feet running up the stairs and finding the toys. And yeah, they have their little, you know, sibling fight and stuff like that. But mm, I'll say like 90% of the time they play wonderful together. Um, Okay, I'm going to ask Selena the same thing. What are you happy to be done with? Oh my God, I'm happy. Am I done yet? I'm I'm happy. I was happy to be done with middle school and now I'm happy to almost be done with um, high school. The only reason I say that is because my kids follow each other. They're two years apart. So that means in a school, 
I'm almost there six years, almost eight years. So by the time we get around to RJ, unfortunately, I'm I'm You're burned out. I'm ready to be for yeah. you to be done. So yeah. I'm I'm happy to almost be done with high school. I'm like, we're on the last leg, but you come on, let's go, let's go. We gotta do this and this and this and we it's it's done. So and what are you grateful to be? to have now with the kids at the ages they're in? I'm grateful to see how they have evolved. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for their stories. I'm grateful for the calls. So my kids like to FaceTime. My girls like to FaceTime. It is quite annoying to me, but I'm grateful that they like to do that. So (laughs) I'm I'm grateful that they like to do it and they like to do it constantly and they like to update me on different things. So I'm grateful for that. What am I... Great. What am I happy to be done with? Changing diapers. I have to go back there. Like that was just, yeah, changing diapers because that was, I think, the last part of independence Mm -hmm. for them. You know what I mean? Like I, I still had to be mindful of that. But once they were potty trained in underwear and they could say I need to use the restroom that was that felt like freedom Mm -hmm, to me mm -hmm. I could (laughs) I could finally get rid of the diaper bag Mm -hmm. like that was freedom Mm -hmm. to me the the diaper bill yes that those diapers so that I'm I'm forever grateful I always go to that and then what am I grateful for now to be experiencing you know, God gave me a child that's the opposite Mm -hmm. of me gave me a daughter which for a minute, I genuinely wanted her to be like me because, you know, it's easy. <laughs> but literally, God gave me someone who likes fashion, makeup. I mean, yes, she went to Sephora with her friends. Uh, I spent $45 at Sephora. No, no, no. You're 10 years old. No, 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 no. no. That's crazy. No, no, no. I didn't know what Sephora was until I was in college. Exactly. <laughs> So we went through the Safari bag and we're returning some of that because you're you 10. Have no you can't. Them. You can't. Maybe you need to go to well, my Safari was beauty supply store <laughs> and it still low key is. <laughs> I will go to. But that's a 10. No, at 10 years old, that was my Sephora. But did you wear makeup at 10? No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, you would know, like, oh, yeah. And she didn't get eyeshadow. makeup. She got lip gloss yeah, yeah, and then yeah. she got perfume. But, but so that's what I'm grateful for that God. And now I'm grateful that God gave me a girl who is the opposite of me. I'm learning the importance of things that I was in privy to when I was growing up. So like the, this girl's edges, I mean, I don't, she watched some YouTube videos. <laughs> and also we didn't have the things that they yeah, had they the access have, yeah. to see what makeup looked, you yes, know, how to yes, put it on. What yes. the thing, like, I don't know, you know, we didn't know anything about that. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that now because like, you know, for me growing up, I'm still who I am. And my, my thing has always been, please leave me alone. If I don't want to wear makeup, I don't want to wear makeup. If I don't want to do my hair, I don't want to do my hair, but watching her, I'm seeing the importance of it. You know what I mean? People do receive you better, but just simply based on the way you look. And I'm glad that at her age, she's born with it and she, she can, and she kind of, I'm forced to take better care of myself because when we're if I'm going out she's like is that what you're wearing (laughs) do you want to wear that can I do your edges so she's not being like mean about it she's just like can I do your edges in the way telling me your edges edges you're not cute Mm -hmm. you know so I'm Mm -hmm. grateful for that and for Nathan 
I'm grateful. No, Nathan is more like you. Nathan is more like mm-hmm. me. Yes. And I'm grateful for that, you know, and Nathan will always be caring about me. Like, you know, Nathan is thoughtful towards me. So he'll, if I'm in pain, he'll come and make sure I'm okay. So I'm grateful that he's able to express those feelings to me. And what I want to do is make sure that I don't push. I got, I, I want to cultivate that for him so that when he does start dating, it's a natural thing for him. And it's not like the girl is asking and begging for affection (laughs) because his mother did not allow him to be affectionate. So that's what I'm grateful for. Yeah. You, is there anything you're happy to be done with? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. You're happy to be done being pregnant. You know what? Uh, mm, mm, mm. That's a that's a tough one because um, when I was pregnant, I was really like I, I I didn't have to warp my schedule around anyone or anything. Like she would come with me because she's inside of me. She can't go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but now, like I literally have to plan, and I'm not a great planner. So let me say this. You know, you're right. I am grateful that she is. I'm not pregnant anymore because she has now taught me to learn how to be a, a better planner and everyone told me hey man you about to be a great planner you're going to be a little bit more organized when she comes out I'm like eh, well she 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 really can't change my life that much oh no she did because <laughs> I can't I can't I, I would usually in t- 10 15 minutes I'm up at the house I'm like Miss Nikki I don't really do the whole makeup thing here once my hair is is retwisted I'm good like you throw on some clothes uh slap some Vaseline on make sure Carmex is on all that jazz put my glasses on I'm good but now I literally have to I mean I have to plan two hours prior to going anywhere because I have I can get ready I got to get her ready and that's (laughs) yes yeah that's it make sure that she's she's not sleepy or that she is sleepy make sure that she's sleeping by the time I get to the car or that she will sleep while I'm in the car make sure she's good well uncomfortable she looks great she's comfortable and go and then I got to make sure that while I'm there, she's not going to be an issue. So I have to pack her food and I have to pack her diapers and make sure if she has an accident, I've got an extra set of clothes. So all of these things, I have to make sure that she does or that she's ready for because she cannot prepare it for herself. Me, wallet, phone, keys. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But now I'm like wallet, phone, keys, breast milk mag, baby bag. Okay, check in the baby bag. Do I have her diapers? Do I have an extra set of clothes? Do I have, you know, um, something to suck her snot out if she needs it? All right, breast milk mag. Do I have the little components that are, are needed for the breast milk? Um, do I have the, the pen? Do I have the bags for the breast milk? It's like I'm going leaving work in the morning and my husband's looking at me like, bro, are you, are you, are you taking all of these to the car? I'm like, yes. I've got my laptop bag, my briefcase, my baby bag, my breast milk bag, and then my backpack with my, it's, it's, it's just, it's a lot, but and it has time. asking her, are you taking all of this? You know, he's like, what are you doing? Are you, are you, what are you packing? I'm like, bro, this is, this is just for me and your kid. That's it. <laughs> so now it has taught me to be a lot more, a lot more organized, not as organized as I would want to be because I'm still finessing a lot, a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's, I'm very grateful that she's teaching me to be more organized. Yeah, we haven't yeah. really gotten a routine yet, or at least a set routine, but I'm, I'm grateful for the path towards that. Yeah. And you may not ever have a set routine. Like I'm not a routine person. I can plan to have a routine, but I, I just, I've just known with kids, 
Sure, because anything could happen. Brie and I we were going somewhere and we're in the car when she was a baby, maybe eight or nine months, and we're driving six months, and this girl's just crying in the car. And she never sleeps. That's the th- that's the problem. <laughs> we never sleeps. Never. And I was telling her friends yesterday, I was like, in the womb, Brianna never rested. She and this is who she is now. Like just always moving. So she's just crying. And I'm just trying to get to where my destination. And then this girl proceeds growing <laughs> up while she's in her car seat, which oh, forces me to pull over. And then she had thrown up all over herself. So I had to change her, wipe her and do all of these things. And all I was trying to do is just get to my destination. <laughs> then you had to stop, pull over, bring the bag. And no, I'm, I'm so- I remember now that you said that I was driving with Caleb. Was it Caleb? Probably yes. Driving with Caleb somewhere, I don't know if he was hungry, something, he just started screaming, going crazy, ballistic. I had to pull over in the parking lot, pray these people, the cameras are not thinking I was stealing a child, (laughs) pulling by the thing because I'm trying to console him. And you know, like after a while, I'm just like, you know what? I'm about to just drive and hold you because I know it's illegal, but I have to go. What else to do? And what else am I going to do? You're not letting me put you down. You don't want to do this. I'm just gonna. So I'm just like, God, please don't let these police see me. I'm, I'm trying to stop him. So I'm just like, okay. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, is this why you're driving? This yeah. is why I'm driving. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Thank you. Don't thank do you, the thank you. So now, now, you got to do now I'm glad it's not just me because I, I don't have the energy sometimes to con- to hear constant. I, I, I don't. I really don't. I, if someone is driving me, I have I have no shame. I will get in the back seat. I will take my child out, breastfeed, change whatever I need to do. Mm-hmm. If I'm driving, I will do the same exact thing because I'm like, I don't I don't I feel like your lungs are going to be on fire or something if I keep letting you cry on this 30 minute ride back home. Mm-hmm. So if, if if me holding you would be like the thing that'll keep you calm. I guess I'm like Miss Selena. I'm not the one to give <laughs> because I will. I would prefer to keep you calm. Yeah. That's why I want someone to me. No, right? I can't tell. Oh my goodness! Did, so it's it's okay. It's I'm glad it's not just me. I've I've kept it in my head. I've never said it out loud. But thank you. <laughs> yes, no, it's not just you. Sometimes it's it's you have to do what you have to do for your own sanity. For your own sanity. And it's like. Ain't nobody else going. I'm like, who, you know? And so there was a time where I was driving, and I think my husband was like, we were driving together, and it was one of those times I had to hold him, and he was like, and I'm like, I bet you don't like, even understand. You please don't say Okay, okay, and I guess that's a question, right? Is it just me? Okay, is it? Is there a time where y'all feel like the men just don't really understand how these kids work? Yes. Okay. And I think I say yes because you they they you they came from you. you came from you. Mm-hmm. There's a different connection. Like I could hear my kids crying, right? Even till today. I know the pain cry. I know the mm-hmm. I just need attention cry. I I know the I'm hurt. I fall, I know ev- what every cry means. Friends? All he hears is crying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think because they came from you and there's just a different, if you are bonded with your kids, right? Mm-hmm. There's just a connection that yes, eventually dads get there. Yeah. But okay. the okay. first year, 
I don't, I don't think they get it as much as you and the baby as one of your breastfeeding you're with them you're you're literally the nurturer right so is it meant to be frustrating is it, is it meant to be frustrating yes like yeah. like the fact that i'm i don't this is this is why i really would like for my kids to be very independent like the moment they're out of the womb go and change your diaper go and feed yourself but i understand that's not the way it works but sometimes it's like okay I know that I'm, I, I can, I can like, for example, now my kid, now she's starting to eat solids. And sometimes it's like, my husband is, 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 is like, he's scared to feed her or to do anything with her because she's this, you know, delicate flower. I'm that But when I'm, I'm trying to, I have to force feed her because she doesn't like to eat solids. She always wants to be on a boob. I'm like, no, you can't do that. You need to eat this oatmeal. You need to eat this rice cereal. And he's just, he's just staring at me like, why are you forcing her? Just give her I what think, she But I think also what happens with us moms sometimes is where we miss it is that because we feel we always, I have to do, I have to do, you don't include the yeah. spouse in it. Because sometimes if you, and I, I know my mom and dad told me this early because my dad used to be on night duty when we were um, younger. And even when I had, I think it was RJ, I think I was at their house. He would at nighttime, come and take RJ to be with him. But what I'm trying to say is that he told us very early um, that, you know, Chedi, you need to be involved. So from bathing, you know, you need to kind of be there so that you're not, oh my God, I can't hold her. You kind of have to be in the journey right from the get-go. And sometimes they don't like to be, but if you start being like, well, here, hold her, or can you, you help and put on the diaper? Do you understand? He gets involved, but we as mothers, sometimes nine times out of 10, we're like, no, I'll do it. it. Oh, I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to do it because like for your husband, you're feeding her. You just be like, here's the food, feed her. Mm. Do you understand? So that you're not frustrated, that he's frustrated, that you're frustrated. Why can't you help me? <laughs> and everybody just mad. And you're just trying to feed the baby. And he's like, why are you forcing her? Because she won't eat. Then you do it. How about you? You're not going to break her. If she falls on the floor, you'll pick her She'll up. Be okay. She'll be okay. She's not going to break. She's not going to hurt herself. And so start involving him. Be like, you know what? Here's the food. Sit with her and feed her. You might do a better job. You might be calm. I'm anxious. And sometimes because you're still breastfeeding, if another person takes over, it kind of helps yeah. where they'll take the food from the other person that's supposed to you because you're, you're, you're the, you yeah. have the milk. Yeah. That's yeah. True. So, yeah. And I think with, when I had my kids, it, I had a lot of help. So it was easy for Prince to just be mm, kind of take the backside. Like I remember the first time I told him to change Brianna's diaper, you would have thought <laughs> like Brianna was this feather that was going to shatter or some glass that was going to shatter. And he just wouldn't do it. And and it took him a while to be able to do anything, change diaper or stuff. But once the kids started moving. And he could talk and they would just stare at him. He became more, <laughs> he became more involved. But I think I, I agree with Selena. The more you're able to include them, because what that did for us was it took a while for him and the kids to grow their relationship, right? Because mm-hmm. I was everything. Mm-hmm. I, I was everything. So it was easy for them to gravitate towards me. But once the kids got older and like he and Nathan have sports. Mm-hmm. So now they're bonded, mm-hmm. you know, and they go get their, they get their haircuts together. So now they're bonded, but the baby, I think if I had done a better job of not saying, oh, I beg, just go mm-hmm. move out of the way, they could have bonded much 
sooner. And now he and Brie have a love of fashion. Mm-hmm. So like they're bonding in that way. Like she can say, daddy, I want these shoes and blah, blah, blah. And she'll get dressed and daddy, what do you think? Mm-hmm. So they're bonding over that. She looked past yeah. me. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> very nice. <laughs> so but so I think yes find little moments to to include him so I want Selena now that you're well let me ask you this when your kids were going away to college what advice did you give them oh my gosh there were so many and I think because of my kids so when they're in high school they don't date I I advise my kids well you just don't date period there's no need for it I don't see the reason for it I feel that you should you should um go to school and then build friendships have guy friends have girlfriends have them all and I like to hear I have I had two in in high school the same time so the first one she's you know go 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 but my second one is my social butterfly so she can come back and be like oh wow there was a fight in school today during during this lunch and that won't be like really and she can give us a whole lowdown but when they were going to college and I knew that okay you're going to date so my advice for, for them were that people you know people are all raised different one right. two um, you'll meet all sorts of people, especially guys that will be interested in you. And so therefore you grew up around men and you've seen the way they treat the women in your life. So like my brothers, my husband, um, grandpa to a certain degree, if they remember, mm-hmm. but you have uncles that you see how they treat. We're not disrespected. We don't curse. We don't do kind of stuff like that. So in terms of dating, and, and giving advice to that, I always said, well, guys, you know, they have to be respectful because you know who you are. Remember who you are. Remember where you came from. Um, I also said in, in dating, I think it's more of, of talking and talking and build friendships um, because the friendships are important. In, in talking with people and communicating with people, you will know, do you understand? You just get to know a lot about about people. What else did I tell them? Oh, my gosh. You're um, a Christian. Oh, sorry. Yes, you're a Christian. Um, it's good to, I can't force you to go to church. Mm-hmm. You have to find a good Bible-based church thing and go there. And now is, is decision time for you. Right. Everything you do, there are consequences, good or bad. If you decide not to wake up and go to class, it's your problem. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? If you flunk out of school, you'll come home and sit. Do you understand? You have to go. And I, for me, I told them, enjoy college. Go there, have fun, yeah. make friends, study, um, and just have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to grow. You're going to know yourself and stuff like that. You're going to date and you need to know what you're looking for in, in dating. You don't want to be physical with someone um, um, all suddenly because God forbid you get pregnant. I always use Christine's children. I'll say, you see, uh, <laughs> my kid is and I see, I see Ethan and Zion. Yeah. I say, you see Ethan and Zion. If you know, you don't want to have an Ethan and Zion because that's it. Then you have to know how to to be you know I can't tell you not to have sex but I'm telling you it is best that you wait sex complicates things but it's best that you preserve yourself another way I said another good way to deter guys and you have guy friends let your guy friends bring the bring that guy around your guy friends they will be a good judge of of 
yeah. the person for them. Bring yeah. your friends around. They should never want to um, isolate, um, isolate, isolate you. you. Do you understand? You want to let them bring them around. Talk about things. They shouldn't you know? hide you. You, you know, you, they shouldn't hide you. What are your What are your goals? Do you understand? Just just talk. And in in doing so, you kind of know the people that. Do you understand? You guys have a bond with the people that you can't, and you get to know about yourself by the different people. You may be open to yeah. meet people. Just know that people are different from how you are. So you have to just keep an open mind. And I am grateful because my girls, actually all three of them, because with me, sometimes they're like, oh my mom, you can't say this. And oh mom, no. But they're very open-minded. Mm -hmm. So you can have different conversations with them. And they're like, Hmm. you know Alcorn, no I don't think this way and I, I I I made them realize that you should never let someone sway you mm -hmm. anyway you need to be grounded in who you are yeah. because like my mom she never believed in peer pressure because she felt that why can't you be the one to change people mm -hmm. why should someone have such an influence on you Maria. that you sway to this way you need to be, be the, the one to want to influence other people yeah. and so I think my kids have kind of grown like that she said I have a question when you were pregnant, the advice that our Nigerian community gave you, um, or what advice did they give you? That would be the, that, because let, let, let me remember. Um, because I think this is, the, this is the baby, and then we'll do the marriage one. Yeah, the marriage one is what I remember more, but the baby one, um, don't sleep with her in the same bed. Um, give her all the breast milk that she wants. Um, don't force solids too early. Um, Nothing that matters. But the uh, issue with the breastfeeding is like Brianna, after three months, she was done. And that was it. Like, and it, as much as I would have wanted to continue, she was not interested. So people gave me that advice too. But she, three months, she was done, wanted nothing to do with it. Nathan was less than a month. Nathan really? was, yeah, Nathan was not interested after less than a month. And Auntie Stella, as soon as, so, Yes, like all new mothers, when I had Brie, I was like, no, 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 I'm just going to breastfeed exclusively. <laughs> that was me too, yeah. Auntie Stella, yeah. as soon as she came in, she gave me three days. The third day, she stuck a bottle in that baby's mouth. I was like, Auntie, no, I want to breastfeed. She's like, I beg. She was like, no one can watch your baby if yes. you are exclusively breastfeeding. Yes. And you can pump and store. Um, yes, but if you can't, right. she was like, if wherever you go and the milk runs out, you will have to come back or you take your baby everywhere with you. So yep. to help you, you will not exclusively, like she was like, please move out of my way. And she started giving them the bottle. And I, I'm so grateful for it because, you know, I like to be out. I like to be moving and I couldn't have them tied to me. And and that is that is an advice that I wish I had uh, I had listened to, but it wasn't necessarily about me not listening to it. It was more like what was most convenient, right? Yeah. They're like, you know, don't try to try feed use a bottle early on. The most convenient thing for me was if she wakes me up at two thirty in the morning, pop a boob in her mouth, me sit up, lay back down, and go to sleep, yeah. as opposed to going downstairs, warming up the milk putting it in the bottle, then putting it in her mouth. I'm just like, nah, that's just too much. So that's something I wish I had listened to. So not necessarily that it's working out for me now because I didn't listen. I, I, I didn't listen to it. Yeah. Um, I Is know one formula right now. She's trying. So I'm like out of sight for me it's out of sight out of mind if she doesn't see me, she will take whatever it is is given that she'll take whatever it is given to her. 
She'll take a bottle. She'll take fufu. She'll take anything. Right now with me, the only thing she'll eat is breast milk and anything I can give her with a hand. So she'll eat fufu. Um, if I mash up some anything else, she'll eat that. But it has. it's like if it's not breast milk coming from me and I'm not there, she's free to drink Similac and everything else. But the moment I step in the room, I can't be the one to give her the Similac. She's going to look at me like, are you serious? Don't play. And then when you, before you got married, what advice did you receive that was useful or helpful to you? Um, Honestly, the most important one was your husband is your number one baby. Don't forget that. Um, and sometimes it's 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 little hard to forget it because in my head, I'm thinking logically, this is a grown adult. This is a baby. Which one do you really think I'm going to cater to first? Yeah. But so I have to keep remembering that, okay, no, at the end of the day, he has needs as well. So consider that. So that advice kind of vexed me a little bit. I'm not going to lie because- it did. If you're taking, I'm very big on, we need to take care of each other, right? Yeah. You're a human yes. being who has needs, who needs to be, you know, um, filled as much as he does, right? So I hope he got the advice that you're his number one baby too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And so for me, I'm the, um, I got married independent. I was, at, my parents raised all their kids to be very independent. So it, it was, it was a transitioning point where I don't really ask anybody for anything. It's never been my thing. If I need something, I go get it. I figure it out myself. Um, And so that kind of put him in a conundrum where I was like, okay, you're not asking. If you're not asking, I'm not going to know what you need. I'm not going to know how I can help. So even when that first week I I gave birth, um, um, I didn't know how to ask for help. I'm like, what? I'm the mom. I know. I I know that I need to cater for this child. I don't necessarily know how. We about to finesse, and that kind of left him completely in the dark. You know, I would wake up, um, and I look at him like, "Bro, you sleep? You sleep for? Why? 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 She's crying. You know to wake up." And he's like, "Well, I know to wake up, and I wake up, but I don't know what to do. I can't give a bottle because there's there's nothing to give her. Um, 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 The best I can do is change her if she needs to be changed, but that's it." So we, we began to talk about different things and um, um, he was like, you need to open your mouth, talk. If you need something, you need to talk about it instead of you doing it yourself and then getting frustrated. You internalize that frustration and it only comes out if we have an argument, which is not fair. Yeah. So I was like, okay, makes sense. All right, all right, all right. So something I am constantly working on, I'm not not perfect. So, but that's something I'm, I'm, I know that I heard prior to marriage. And it's working out for me now. And what about you? What's the question? So what advice did you get when you oh. were getting married and when you were having kids? Okay, so when I was getting, you want me to do the baby one first? Whatever. Okay, well, I'll do the baby one. So me and Selena talked about this. So they gave advice, and this is the Nigerian, the grandmothers, yeah. let's just say, or the older generation. Um, they said, you know, make sure you sleep when the baby sleeps. They did say about the husband, don't forget your husband. Um, sorry, sorry. I wanted to ask you about that first advice. Don't sleep, sleep when the baby sleeps. How how easy was that for you? Um, I mean, it's not realistic, right? Because you do have to <laughs> do other things. The baby sleeping is your opportunity to shower, to eat, to clean a little bit, whatever you can, right? So it's not practical, but however, it is true that if the baby is sleeping, that is your opportunity to catch up on some sleep. Most babies 
their nap times or their sleep times may be, you know, two hours or two and a half hours. So even if you sleep for an hour, just to mm-hmm. relax your mind yeah. and settle yourself, and then you use another hour to do other things, you know, figure, you know, you figure it out the best you can, but practically, no, you want to do, other, you need, you're using that time to say, okay, now I can do something for myself. Yeah. And that to me is what you use that time when the baby sleeps, even now today with grown mm-hmm. kids, older kids, you're still going to, you know, you're going to use that time to do whatever you need. Um, what else did they say? I mean, the advice they give is just very generic. And I don't know if it's because they did not know what to say. Maybe they're so far removed from the baby stage that they just gave it generic advice. So I really relied a lot on Selena to give me like real advice. And I talked to her a lot and her advice helped me marriage wise. Same. Um, but I did a lot of work pre-work for marriage. So I really didn't need people telling me what to do. I really just relied on God. And so, but Selena did tell me, I remember the one thing Selena told me that was true was like, after the fanfare, after everyone comes to your wedding and sprays you and eats your rice and eats your tension and does your asteroid be (laughs) everybody is going home to their own place and you too will go home and it will just be you too. So you have to, once that fanfare wears off, what are you going to do and how are you going to build your life, right? Because nobody's going to come around, even when you have the baby, right? You're going to okay. need some Umugo help for a couple of weeks and everybody's going to help you as much as possible, but life continues. So how are you going to, you know, do what you need to do, right? And that transition, I'll be honest, is very difficult for someone who is not really maybe all the way mature to handle it because marriage and parenting, really parenting is when adulthood begins in my mind. Yeah. All the things that you must have learned before. uh, I'm sorry. I was saying all the things that you thought you learned before. Right. Don't matter. It don't matter until you have somebody else's needs to put before your own and you have everything you're doing is to sustain another person's life. I don't really think you are fully an adult. You may be a young adult, you may be a carefree adult, but to be an adult, you have responsibilities and marriage is a part of responsibility. And for sure, having children is a part of responsibility, which goes back to what uh, Selena says a lot is like, you know, you're not, why are you, don't rush to be somebody's wife or somebody's parent. If you're not, if you don't, if you have not lived life, there's not, if you don't know what you're doing, it could be a lot of, it, it could it could be a lot so um just know you know what you're doing and why you're doing it but like we said earlier you're not going to know until you actually have gone into it you can read every book you could do every watch class you can watch all the videos. videos you can do all the counseling all the counseling you want to but until it starts that's when you learn it's on the job learning it's mm-hmm. on the job training for both and parenting is the one that I mean, yeah, I think marriage, yeah, marriage was the one that was much for me because similar to Chisum, Chisum and I are similar Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I'm very independent minded. And so marriage is just a whole other thing. But parenting was easier for I agree. I went into parenting intentional of the kid's life, you know? And so like, and to Christine's point, Selena has been the, like the, 
example, you know, the way she raised her children, I love it. So for example, I've told Brianna, you cannot date until you're 30. I know she can date when she is in college, right? But now that Selena is at that, so every stage her kids have been through, I've learned and I've used, you know? So like with, with Brianna, who she is, I would have struggled with had I not watched mm. Chi. Oh, I would have struggled with it. Like, because Brie is literally mm-hmm. Junior Chi. Mm-hmm. And had I not had the mm-hmm. Chi and watch how Selena navigated who Chi is naturally, I would have been like, girl, mm-hmm. where are you going with that skirt? Who told you about perfume? Who, who told you about Sephora? You know what I mean? So that has been, parenting has been like just the greatest teacher for me but Selena has been awesome just me watching I went to UT a couple of weeks ago and I was like college check I know what to do I I know the steps because I followed and it's all intentional right you know so like I've been intentional I was intentional because I was like my kids will not grow up the way I grew up my kids and I will bond in a way that they will feel loved and welcomed every time so that's good yeah so parenting has been easy marriage has been the challenge and and I wish I went into the marriage with the same intention as I did when I started having kids you know because yeah she's somebody I I agree completely with that and I had a question for you ladies if you don't mind um when it came to getting married were there people especially your single friends at the time were there some of them that you could no longer relate to because of the different uh because of the differences or if there were any differences were there people that you could no longer relate to I, I, um well I can answer ahead. my friends all got married right because of the whole law say. school thing because I went to law school and a lot of them didn't so after college they were mm-hmm. good so all my friends got married while I was in grad school so they had already, I didn't have any single friends. So you were a single friend. I was a single friend and I was too busy with school, you know, and I'm, I've always been who I am. So when they got married, left school to go help when they had babies, I'll go stay for a week. So again, I didn't have friends who I needed to not associate with. Now I do. As I got older, I have, just because our paths have grown differently. Like we have different values. I think your values change, Mm. but mine changed more after I had kids, you know, or I defined it more. And the friends who were not aligned with the values that I want my kids to grow up with. Yes. I let go of those. Yeah. No. And um, for me, I would say that I do feel that when you're married, your single friends, not, not you, but your single friends feel like they can they cannot relate to you, right? Even though you're the same person, you're the same, you just now, you just have a husband and you're married, but you still, I mean, if I were to watch a show that made me laugh two years ago, I'm watch the same show to make, I'm still going to laugh and have the same type of personality that I had before. It's just that now I may have a lo- another level of responsibility to my husband and to my family, right? But I do feel that either one some single friends were maybe never really happy for you. So they mm-hmm. kind of like drifted away because they can't handle that. And I've talked to several people who said that, you know, the friends that are still kind of single today, they may not be as close, yep. maybe because they are either sub- subconsciously a little jealous, jealous or they're just not 
they can't stand to see that they, you know, it's just a reminder that they're, they may not be married with children, you know? Um, but also even with married friends, I feel like sometimes like to Nick, uh, Nikki's point, you can grow differently based on, okay, now your husband's and her, his husband's friends and their couples. Now those are more now your circle now, right? Mm-hmm. Because things are changing, things are shifting, you know, mm-hmm. now you have sister-in-laws, now you have, you know, things that people you have to like mix with a little bit more than mm-hmm. your friends or your, your single friends. Right. So it's dynamics are going to change. change yeah. You know, it yeah. is going to change. Why and it's you- something that you have to come to terms with. Like I had to come to terms with, it was hard because I, I literally wanted my whole group of friends to stay the same, but um, my core ones did, but some others did not. And there's nothing mm-hmm. I can do. Yeah. And it. as your kids get older, I'll tell you this much that will all there'll be another transition of that because you will mm. see your values and the values because then those their kids become your children's friends right so when you see their values and how they're raising their kids is that what you want your kids associated mm-hmm, with mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. might be another another one coming because now you're looking at these kids and you're like nope I don't want you associated mm. with that so that's going to also impact the friendships that you have mm-hmm. Selena um so I think for me um I think I was one of the first among my friends to get married um so but then I married and moved to a whole nother country so that's that's a whole different that's a whole different ball game and then you know as you get as I got married and had children it just and I think my husband's uh, my husband's friends wives so some of them I picked and choose you know, everybody was like, oh, no, no, no. I picked mm-hmm. and choose who I wanted to be friends with. Amongst yeah. five, and then the ones that I wanted to, I was cordial to, um, that was that was fine. Um, but I think, yeah, like they said, you kind of grow. And as you have children, as you marry, the, the dynamics just change. I, I think, yeah, I don't know how else, however else yeah, to that's say just it. Life. That's just life. Yeah. Yeah. It just cha- changes because sometimes your unmarried friend might not be able to relate what happens. Do you understand? If you have an issue, you're not going to talk to the single friend about it because she's not going to yeah. be able to give you the insight that another married friend is. And then on the, the married side, it just the dynamics are just different. Yeah. Because you have to kind of do what works for, for you. And then even when you have mm-hmm. children, like Nikki said, it's the same thing. The dynamics of friends and who they hang around and all that, all that kind of just changes yeah. based on how you are. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, I, and I will say this, even with the, you know, when, when we think about it um, um, in marriage and in having children, I always say that people, you are always a product of how you were raised. And so I think for me, when I was getting married and I was having children, more so the children, I was, I knew that I was going to be intentional about my children. So I was going to be present no matter what. And that was a discussion children I had even when I was getting married I just knew that I wanted my marriage to be a certain way so we were not going to do things the normal way we were going to communicate so if you didn't know how you were going to communicate if you didn't know how to communicate by God you were going to learn because in order for the the relationship to work between us we were going to have to talk about everything the Mm -hmm. hard things the good Mm -hmm. things the bad things when it went up when it went down and I think that's what has helped us over the years and even raising our children because when I decided, I was like, hey, Chido, I'm going to be intentional. It means that I might not work, work. sometime because when we got married, I didn't work. But so for the first six years, I didn't work. And I think it was by choice. And I was I was 
I was opportune that I didn't have to work because he could take care of everything. Um, but then when I decided I wanted to work, um, I now told him, well, I wanted to be involved that where, wherever my children were, I was going to be there. I was going to be in the schools. I was going to see what was going on because on the flip end, I've seen how that mm. happens when you have a parent that works that's and right. that's life and they can't be involved. Do you understand? Mm. But I knew I wanted to be different. And I knew that even with my children, like I tell them, you can tell me anything. Yeah. You have to be able to know that it is okay for you to come and tell me anything. And I will always, I'm going to love you no matter what. I might be disappointed. I might be hurt. It doesn't matter. But I want you to know I am a safety net for you. And I think once my children got it, because sometimes the things they tell children, and he's like, you just, I'd be like, bro, you just have to calm down, take a breath. It is what it is. Yeah. But, and I think we built the relationship with our children that they know no matter what, we're these were, okay. were good. And, but then I've always been there through the elementary school, through the middle school. But at one point they used to ask me if I worked there because I was always there. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that was the sacrifice I was willing to make because of the relationship I needed to create with my children. Yeah. And yeah. it was important to me. Yeah. 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 Agreed. And I think that when people are giving, um, parents advice it should be one of the advices you give hey when you have kids you kind of be have to decide to be involved yep. let your child play a sport play a musical instrument do something but can you be involved, be involved. just kind of make the sacrifices i feel that when we give young adults advice. advice we just say oh have married oh have married and have good christian have children. children and then you just drop the bucket yeah. i think along the line we need to do better and tell them hey when you have children, there are, different put, stages. there are different stages, put money aside. Let's do some financial literature with our children. Know that you have to have, you're going to have children in 18 years or whatever the case is. Let's put some money aside, even if it's $100 in a five to nine or something. You got to know that in elementary school, your children have to play a sport. Do this. When we get to middle school, it's like this. this. When we get to high school, it's like this. Your teenager, you might need to buy be a um, um, by a car different stages not just have the baby and drop it and then mm -hmm. after that you're just kind of trying to figure, figure out, out what to do by the time you figure it out it's, it's, it's too late yeah. do you understand there's yeah. so many things i wish i knew when i was younger that i'm telling my kids now like i told kid i send them things do this do this do that because i want you guys to be step ahead yeah, yeah. than the norm because you know certain things yeah. at 20 and 21 yeah. do you understand it's yep. just I just feel that we're in a disadvantage just to say half children and, and good luck yeah. and that's it. There's so many stages. And let me tell you, you will be shocked. The number of things that people don't know when your kids are in high school and then when it's time to go in college and then all of a sudden, you know, you're like, oh my God, what do we do? You'll be shocked. Parents don't yeah, know. Parents don't know. It's true. And then I think that we, in order to know, you have to surround yourself with, with people mm -hmm. who you have to watch the people around you and then you surround yourself with the ones who look like they can get information. They can give information. Mm -hmm. They're open to give you tidbits about what is working for them. And it may not be for you, but at least you are informed. You know. What I know to be true is that they're all the different stages. So like yeah. you have the baby, that's a stage, you know, yeah. and then you have to make certain sacrifices. If it means you're carrying half your house with you in the car, <laughs> that's a sacrifice you have to make at that stage. Mm -hmm. And then you graduate into the stage where Christine is, where you know, it changes, mm -hmm. it changes a bit. And then where I am, it's a stage. My kids are busy, mm -hmm. you know, and people don't understand why my kids are so busy. 
because they're busy, they're you know? Busy. They each have, Nathan's plays two sports, they have school. Brie, same thing, they're busy. And I've accepted that those are just the stages, mm-hmm. you know? So what I know to be true is that life is just different stages with the kids. And eventually, Brie was gone for four days this weekend, you know? And, and one thing is that you're just going to be tired. Yes. Except the fact that you're going to be tired. For Take some while. time out for yourself, yeah. but get back in it. It, it, it is, it's just what it is live. Yeah. You can rest by the time they're in high school and they're moving, then you can yeah, take a breather break, and yeah. you change directions as mom. Yeah. So. But here's the thing that I, I can, I, here's the advice. I don't like to give advice, but here's the advice that I would give parents. As soon as you're born, like Selena said, put even if it's $20, yeah. put it in the $529 for your kids. Yeah. Every, you can find $20. I started with $25 for my kids. I've increased it every year. Yeah. Each one has a has a $529 so that when they graduate, they will get scholarships. I'm sure of that, right? But yeah. but if they don't, they have the cushion. And even if they do, the money can be spent on whatever, on whatever they, they need. want they need to spend it on. I said to me, it's that cushion. Usually, I mean, I, I think we were privileged in a sense we had, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I would say we're privileged in a sense that we had parents who, I guess, pushed us to do better and all that. Um, but when I'm looking at some of my other mates and seeing, okay, well, they were able to start this and this on their own and whatnot, whatnot, because of that cushion their parents gave them, I'm like, you know what? I want my kid to have a leg up on other kids. Yeah. I don't care if people think it's not fair. No, I want them to have that leg up so that when when they're on the top or whatever, I know that there was something that I could, I did to make them get there. It wasn't just through them. And at the same time, everybody's doing it. At least, at least other cultures, especially other they cultures. Sure do it yeah, they sure are. And then also, yes, I agree. Your kids have to be active and have to yeah. play sports. So the sports thing teaches, it's not just that they're kicking ball and teaches discipline. They mm-hmm. are what it does like for Brie she has she had just dance three days a week and she has cheer Mm -hmm. so she has to do a lot of schoolwork on the weekend so she knows that she knows that in order for me to be able to pass my test and still get to because I will cancel dance you will not go to dance Mm -hmm. so in order for you to enjoy that that's what she was doing she has to get get ahead of her schoolwork during the week so because she does that she's learned like I have to be disciplined and I have to manage my time and I have to work ahead Mm -hmm. so it's not just uh, oh my kids play sports no it teaches them certain things where you're not screaming you have to do you have to do they know eventually in order for me to enjoy these activities that I like I have to be disciplined I have to manage my time and then it forces them to build friendships they're not socially awkward Mm -hmm. you know because they are exposed to different things and different people and the teams they argue it's a bunch of girls. They fight with each other. They argue, but they, when it comes time for competition, guess what? Get together. I don't care who you don't like, you will smile on that stage. Mm-hmm. So it teaches so many things that people don't understand. And those things are helpful, mm-hmm. you know, cause like you and I talked about, you got to learn how to network. You got to learn mm-hmm. how to build relationships. It starts there. there yeah. yeah. You know? All right. Any final thoughts? Chi, do you have any final thoughts? Not on my end. I mean, I'm grateful to 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 be among you guys because I've learned so much. And I, I didn't really think that, once again, independent. I don't ask questions 
But now I'm learning to ask questions. And then my next step is who, who do I ask? Yes. Apparently, Miss Lena has done. <laughs> she well, does. Yeah, no, she I'm does. telling you. She, I she, has, she, has, you, she has. She has you, sewn into so many lives. If I'm you follow, fertile ground. I like to be sewn in, please. If you follow you know, her on Instagram, right on her birthday, everyone is Big Sister Selena, Big Sister Selena, and these are her sisters. <laughs> No, because I mean, and, and sometimes I'm like, okay, like I said, independent, I, people ask me questions and I'm an attorney. So it's like, I have this weird need to not know everything for everyone, yeah. you know, and it's a, cr- it's, it's not a good crutch because when I need to know something for me, I don't know who to ask. Right. So yeah, now- Selena is definitely a great resource and she's been through every stage. That's why it's useful. And then when you see her with her kids, you're like, oh, I, I want that. When mm-hmm. my kids are older, I want my kids to be able to still hug me and mm-hmm. want to FaceTime me while they're in college. We were in Austin and we're just driving mm-hmm. and then she calls FaceTime. Mm-hmm. It's Friday night. Wow. Hi mommy, what are you doing? I'm like, shouldn't you be at a party? Why are you calling your mother? She's going to a party lady that night. <laughs> yeah, but Selena's a good one, you know, just to get ideas and get insight and really good advice that actually makes yeah. sense and it's not i just mentioned miss lena because everyone did but Maybe. all of you guys here because i'm i'm i've not really got i've not gotten anywhere when it when i'm compared to you guys and so now i know i can look up to y'all to ask questions y'all not gonna shun me or make me feel oh, no, no 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 trust no. me anybody that shuns is is I don't shame. I don't yeah. shun. You'd be surprised the type of looks I would get. I like. I just just hearing other people ask other people questions, and it's like you believe in that. So it makes me. It, it'll make me. It usually makes me keep my mouth shut. Yeah. But now I'm trying to get into the stage where I really don't care. I'm embracing my zero. If I don't know and I'm asking you, clearly I think you know. If you don't want to tell me, fine. I'll ask someone else. I'm trying to get comfortable in that space. So you guys are 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 really would help me with that, and I'm That's glad the that whole I reason. Asked y'all. That was the whole reason for this podcast is just literally information based. I've learned so much doing this that I think people should just be free. Ask whatever questions you have, because there's no reason to have experience that you can't share with other people. Yeah. And to know that you're not the only one, like, yeah. but it was like the thought, it's not just you're me. Not alone. Yeah, you're, you're not, not alone. alone. Yeah. It's not just me. Yeah. It's not good though. It's not safe for, but it's not just me thinking of these not quote, quote unquote, yeah. not, not safe things. Yeah, so and I think, that I think that after some time, and I'm not sure if you want to have another one or not, but if you do, you'll realize like all the pressure you want to be, you know, to be this type of mom and just this and this and this, and you put so much pressure when you have your second one or whatever, you're going to be like, look, this is not needed. I'm not going to put this stress on myself because guess what? Everybody's going to be just fine. And that is a little bit of you know, relief after you are a first time mom is to know like, okay, it's, it's going to be okay. Yep. And, you know, you'll, you'll trust your instincts and you'll be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's my thought. I think everybody, I think every woman should have a group of women. They can always speak to seek and just have a sisterhood with um, that are necessary. Not even if, even if they're not your blood, just to ask questions, bounce ideas, because sometimes you never know um you never know what somebody else had what some what other good advice someone else can give you and it's always good to just reach out and ask advice if you see someone if I see someone I'm like hmm, interesting and I'll always ask questions so it's always good to kind of just like these discussions are important because 
um, like I have told Christina, I've told Nikki, um, there's some things I, I wish I would have known when my kids were younger that I feel would have, you know, benefited, but I'm glad where I am now. And I'm always open to learn and receive and give advice. And I'm always, and I always feel that it is just good to have a, a good sisterhood of of young ladies yeah. or even older women that can give you sound Certainly. advice yep. um, for where you're going. Yep. No, I'm good. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm just getting started. And to Selena's point, I think it is very important to have a group of women who you can trust to, you can bounce ideas off of, or just questions or things like or just that. Or, or just stress. stress or bits. Um, you know, and they'll, they can help you to reassure that everything's going okay, or, you know, point you in the right direction. I think that a lot of times, we just need to know, okay, what can we be doing to be better to make sure we're not, you know, missing out on the prime opportunity because your kids are only little once yep. and they're only going to be under your protection for so long. Mm -hmm. So how can you maximize it? How can you do the best that you can? And you're not going to be perfect. You know, I, I don't think any of us here are going to say, okay, I'm perfect. Mm -hmm. we're, we're not, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, and that's okay. And there's no such thing as superwoman. So mm -hmm. just know yeah, that. Yeah, just ask for help. Just ask for it. help. Reach out. I, there's no such thing as superwoman. You, you can't do it You all. can't do it. it and it you will burn yourself. My children are, how they, are who they are. I know that you guys give me credit, but because of, the, especially Nikki, when my kids were younger, Nikki was the go-to sister, mm -hmm. you know? She was, she was that aunt. She would carry my children from pillar to post here and there. RJ wouldn't join them until I think RJ was six. Because he was so attached to me, but Nikki was Nikki was everything, and I think that's why even as my children grow now, they are protective of Nate and mm -hmm. me because Jenna said Nikki was everything. You need mm -hmm. to tell Nikki she's gonna they're going to the park, they're going to the water park. So I didn't have to worry um, a lot when my kids were at a certain age because Nikki was that aunt that she was busy, and so I mean you know they give me credit, but they too have been awesome in my life. So it's a, it's Aww. a give and take relationship. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's good. All right, girl. Add my own all. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> all right. Thank you. I've taken up like extra 12 minutes. Thank you so much. Thank you for having this. I appreciate it. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank have you, lady. So much. Bye. 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 Bye